0: Hey guys, we want to talk to you a little bit about the PodCoin app.
1: Yes, the PodCoin app. It pays you to listen to Ruining Our Childhood, as well as your other favorite podcasts. You can use the PodCoin you earn to claim gift cards for some of your favorite stores. What? Starbucks?
0: Check. Amazon? Correct. Target? Uh-huh. Seriously guys, this is pretty legit. Join the PodCoin app today on iPhone or Android, and I said join, but yeah. I meant download,
1: You've got to download and it.
0: use code RUINING to get 300 PodCoin just for signing up.
1: That's 300 PodCoin for using R-U-I-N-I-N-G.
0: That's how you spell ruining, just in case you don't know that. Yes. So if you're basically listening to podcasts all day anyways while you're working or driving or doing anything, might as well make some money off the deal. Am I right?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, free coffee for something you're already doing sounds awesome fantastic.
0: It does sound fantastic. La <laughs> la. Take a shot. So, go give the PodCoin app a try today, and also don't forget to listen to Ruining Our Childhood, and make some money guys. Okay? Bye. Bye! A retired master car thief must come back to the industry and steal 50 cars with his crew in one night to save his brother's life. That that really does seem <laughs> outlandish. <laughs>
1: This is Ryan. This is Ashley. And this is Ruining Our our Childhood, childhood, a weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our adult bifocals to rewatch and review our favorite movies from the past.
0: That is correct. And if you are just joining us, hi, my name is Ashley and...
1: This is Ryan, which we already went through. We did. We did.
0: Um, We are a couple Mm -hmm. that have been married for...
1: Almost nine years.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true. Yes. And we decided to start a podcast a couple months ago to rewatch our large DVD collection that we have. Yes. And sometimes we watch movies that we don't have that for some reason one of us thinks we have, and then we find out we don't. Yeah. And then we end up
1: like borrowing it from a friend or a brother.
0: Or or renting it online because Netflix doesn't have it. Yeah. It's super annoying. Anyway.
1: This is our... 13th episode. We are officially a teenager. What? Just a podcast moving through puberty. (laughs) Gross. Yep. Got Um, our first pimple yesterday.
0: This this episode. That was a good joke, Ryan. You're welcome. This this Saturday?
1: (laughs) This episode. (laughs) This episode (laughs) that we're recording on Saturday. Saturday.
0: (laughs) Is our second voter voted
1: listener poll? (laughs) Let's call it a listener poll.
0: Uh, I'm drunk, yeah. I swear. yeah, it's a listener poll. Last week we did uh, what old be school. The, old school. That was the winner. Mm-hmm. This uh, week we you could choose between Gone in sixty seconds. Yes. And
1: Fast Times at Ridgemont, Ridgemont High.
0: And Gone in sixty seconds. One, if you couldn't tell by the summary that I read. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not the a spicoli summer.
1: talking about when he stole cars yeah he, he uh, had a crew yeah he
0: did they just ate pizza a lot
1: and learned about Cuba
0: <laughs> shall we move on to some facts about the year that this movie came out that I can't remember yes you said 2000 right
1: this movie was released almost 19 years ago Damn. June 9th almost exactly 19 because it's slightly more now so June 9th 2000 it had a budget of 90 million dollars. And it grossed $237.2 million. This was a remake of the 1974 film Gone in 60 Seconds.
0: I honestly did not know it was a remake.
1: I knew it was a remake, however, never saw the original. Who
0: was in the original?
1: That's an excellent question, and I will look it up in a little bit because okay. I'm going to go through these facts. Popular TV shows from 2000 include Survivor, ER, and Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Nice uh popular songs where it was i was take a shot uh santana featuring rob thomas smooth uh destiny's child say my name and ooh vertical horizon everything you want nice that is a one hit
0: wonder i Pop- feel like vertical no who am i thinking of it wasn't vertical horizon is there another band that had a
1: like two hits maybe? there was there was fuel hemorrhage
0: that's not who i'm thinking of yeah. the guy with the white hair
1: that was uh he was, the guy from vertical horizon i think was bald
0: okay then i'm not thinking of the same band yeah. what band am i thinking
1: of he had white hair
0: remember any oh everclear that's who it is
1: yeah and they had like at least three hits okay I yeah say. that's yeah.
0: that's why i was just like uh excuse <laughs> me um, yeah
1: no Ah, uh, love ever Everclear. Okay. Anyway. And the liquor. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, popular movies. Uh, number one popular movie from two thousand was How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, Castaway, and Mission Impossible Two.
0: I honestly do not remember Mission Impossible Two, but Castaway is a good movie.
1: I remember seeing Mission Impossible Two because it was like every it had a huge build up, had a big soundtrack mm-hmm. like that had. Uh, metallica did the music video for and then i remember seeing the movie going like it wasn't a very good movie
0: which is funny because i feel like they've increasingly gotten better yeah
1: the last three have been really good but mission impossible 2 not such a good movie in my opinion hot take Ryan. hot take yeah love my thomas jackson cruise um so like we
0: said we're doing god in 60 seconds uh this movie came out in 2000 which would have made me about 14 years old I honestly don't remember too much about this movie. I remember my brother wanted to watch it, and I watched it with him, but I was not really interested in Cars, mm-hmm. action movies, Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie. No. I still watched it, but I honestly don't remember anything about it other than apparently Angelina Jolie was really hot.
1: Yes. I've never never really found her to be attractive.
0: People do. I mean, I, she- I see that she's beautiful, but... yeah. When I was a fourteen-year-old girl, it was just like, cool.
1: And I was not a big Nick Cage fan. Like he, he made a couple good action movies when I was uh, around that time period. Like Mm -hmm. I thought uh, Face Off was good and Con Air and The Rock, like all in '97. He was making some good action movies. I did not see it in theaters. I remember a group of my friends went and saw it, and then they told me what how it was an awful movie.
0: Gone sixty seconds. Yeah,
1: then like the one with Nick Cage and Angelina Jolie. So I was like, okay. they're like, yeah, I was really stupid. So I'm like, okay, I rented it when it came out on VHS, I think. And I was like, I liked it. I was like, what the heck didn't you like about this movie? It was action packed. Had cool chase scenes. Yeah. I thought, thought my boy Nicky Cage. He wasn't the uh, namesake of an award back then. That's true. Now he is.
0: Now he is. But yeah. I, I mean, I guess we'll see. Will Nicholas Cage win the coveted
1: Thomas J. Hanks?
0: That would be that. That's like mind blown. Like the the universe is gonna implode if that's the case. God, I'm not gonna be try to be biased or anything like no. that, but I don't see that happening.
1: It could happen. Anything could happen. I did look up the original Gone at 60 Seconds just now. It was written, directed, produced, and starred H.B. Toby Halecki was the name of the uh, actor.
0: Can I see a picture?
1: Ah, let's see. For all you viewers
0: out here, I'm just waiting
1: on a picture. That's the guy. He's got a nice perm going. I
0: don't... Who... What else has he been in? I'm trying to also not look at this movie too much. Uh, I mean, the actual movie we're going to watch today with Nicolas Cage and and Angelina Jolie. Because honestly, that's the only two people I remember from the movie. Mm -hmm. I don't remember anybody else, so... I'm expecting to be wonderfully surprised with hopefully some amazing, well, hello there's. I don't want to ruin it because I've done that before, but now I'm going to look up the movie and see where you can watch it, our beautiful audience, unless you're, you know, obsessed with it and have like a Nicolas Cage poster on your wall, which, you know.
1: It could happen. You do you. I did just uh, look up HB Halaki and he actually died filming the sequel Damn. Of Gone in sixty seconds, 2 In nineteen eighty nine, he was killed in a car accident uh, while filming one of the stunts. Well,
0: that's tragic.
1: And yeah, so very sad. That movie. Fun fact: the original was made for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars and grossed forty million.
0: Fuck.
1: Yeah. So. No good, wonder they good wanted to do a remake. Yeah.
0: So before we uh, pause this and go watch the movie, uh, I can tell you where you can find it. It looks like it is on YouTube for rent, Google Play, Amazon Prime, Vudu, and iTunes. It also looks like if you have a Showtime subscription, you can Mm. watch it on their app. So, you know, you do you. Or if you're like us, you probably have it on DVD somewhere.
1: In your Nick Cage collection. Yeah. Do you remember those DVDs they used to have what, it'd be like a four-pack of the yeah. movies? Yeah, and it
0: was always, like, one good movie, and the three were, like, shitty oh, yeah. movies you would never heard of. Like, the Brad like, Pitt collection. Yeah,
1: you're like, oh, he, he was in this Oh, he made some movies in the 80s that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. So we just threw it in here. It's so, like,
0: they could only get rights to one good movie. Yeah.
1: It's the same thing, like, uh, like at Walmart, they'll still sell, sell, like, the... It's the comedy collection from 1999, and it's like, oh, it's got Austin Powers, and it has... Uh, Zoolander or something obviously didn't come out the same year, but then it's just like some movie that was like direct to DVD that starred Jerry O'Connell that
0: has a really bad photoshopped, yeah, DVD cover, which has always been a pet peeve of mine. Ugh. Where you can clearly see that they used a picture of somebody from like a red carpet, so mm-hmm. the lighting is completely different, it doesn't different. match up, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. it it bothers me more when it's a movie that I would assume has some sort of budget.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you find out they just you know asked Derek and I T to Photoshop this, yeah, and he took about two Photoshop seconds on his and lunch. I barely know how to use Photoshop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I digress.
0: I digress. So we're gonna go ahead and hit the pausey Pause. Correct. And I, you know what I didn't do? What I didn't say two thousand
1: classic
0: because I also could not remember the year this movie came out.
1: <laughs> so. It is a classic. It stars one of the great actors of our time, who is a national treasure, starred in a, foo- in a movie <laughs> called National Treasure. You, you fucked up your joke. Yeah, I did. Oh, Sad. I,
0: I got it, though. Yeah, I'll still yeah. left on yeah, the inside.
1: He's, he's a national treasure. <laughs> he anyway. Him. We love you, Nick. Oh, actually, uh, real quick, why don't we say whether or not we think the movie is going to hold up?
0: Oh, is that what we do in this podcast? I think that is what we do. We are just really on top of it. (laughs) A little better than last week, but still. Not much. What do you think?
1: I think it will hold up. Okay. I I don't know the last time I saw it. I'd say probably about, it's been a good 10 years. Ironically, the last time I remember seeing it was, uh, I was getting a root canal. Because my dentist has these like sunglasses that you could wear and you could just watch a movie. And I remember like picking it then. So I I was in pain last time I watched it. And I don't remember the movie being that painful. Take a shot. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to say it's going to hold up. It's going to be delightful.
0: I, like I said earlier... It's been a while since I've seen the movie. I don't really remember much of it other than Nicolas Cage is in it and Angelina Jolie. Mm -hmm. And I know they steal cars, obviously.
1: That is the premise. But
0: I don't think it will hold up just for the sake that it was made in 2000. Yeah. And I just think there's going to be a lot of stuff that dates it.
1: Yeah. I could see it, but I'm hopeful.
0: So I don't really have a lot of reasons for it. I just don't think it's going to hold up. But um, we'll go ahead and hit that pausey pause now. Pausey pause. And go watch the movie and we'll come back and talk about Gone in 60 Seconds.
1: We are back. We just watched the fantastic (laughs) Gone in 60 Seconds. Some might even say Glorious gun at 60 Seconds. Sure. And uh, we're going to go ahead and break down our movie like we always do. And we're going to go ahead and uh, start searching the insurance database that <laughs> looks like it was from War Games with Matthew Broderick and talk about some technology.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Yes, you're welcome. What technology did you notice in the film?
0: The only thing I noticed, and maybe there was stuff in the beginning that I wasn't paying attention because I was writing out some early notes. mm mm-hmm. I uh, was at one point. They're they're staking out all the cars they're gonna steal, and they are taking pictures. And they use this like really tiny Canon Power Shot. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just like you know, digital cameras aren't really a thing. I know people no. probably still use them. Yeah. But most people just use their phone now, so it's it's almost weird to see stuff like that because your I think your brain just goes, why don't they just use their phone? Yeah. And there's another point where they're like lost. Uh, it's Gian- Giovanna Risby and some of his crew. Mm-hmm. And they are driving. They're like, I don't know where I'm going. I'm lost in this neighborhood. And I'm like, just Google Maps it. I was like, oh, wait, it's 2000. They don't have Google Maps on a device just readily available.
1: It was kind of like uh, during the in chase scene. Mm -hmm. where uh, Nick Cage is driving all around Los Angeles and he's zigzagging through buildings. And I'm like, how is he doing this without a GPS?
2: (laughs) I can't get to work without a GPS. There
0: is a point, I think, before we were so reliant on technology that we actually knew what we were doing and where we were going. And if you didn't, and it was around mid-90s to 2000s, you went on your computer, you went to... MapQuest. MapQuest, and Mm -hmm. you typed in the address. And I thought that was fancy as fuck. And now we oh, just I mean, but...
1: shit back in the day. You got out a
0: map. The other thing I wanted to talk about was the DVD commercials. I figured we could put it in this category oh. since I didn't really have much else. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do have a couple okay. things
1: as far before we break down those glorious pieces of national treasure. Sure. Um, I noticed uh, one of the characters using like a Nokia like candy bar style phone that everyone I knew had in nice. like '99. So I caught that, and then um, uh, the technology that they were using for, like, a garage code scanner to catch the codes so they could go back and, like, open the garage door, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: all of their technology they were using looked like it was from 1985. Like, none (laughs) of it looked, like, remotely modern to that time. It was all real crappy. And then the last piece of technology that I saw was a club. A club? A club. They go to steal a car. And the car has the club across the steering
0: wheel. I get it. I was like, what about a club?
1: That could be a dated reference, but I'm going to throw it out there with technology. Fun fact. My boss still has a club on his car. Fact.
0: That's amazing. But. Obviously, you just take off the steering
1: wheel. I do think one of our coworkers had their car stolen from the garage where we were. okay so i think that's why the preemptive measure but i do think it's pretty funny when i get in the car and there is the club
0: well if the thief has seen this movie which i'm thinking if you're a car thief this is your jam this is your jam this is your anthem (laughs) Mm -hmm. they probably know that you can just take the steering wheel off fun fact
1: I think that wouldn't work because a lot of cars have airbags That's in true. the steering wheels. <laughs> Can you imagine? They're like, oh, I really wanted I to know steal this about cars. car. I took this off and airbag explodes in your <laughs> face. And now you have airbag burn.
0: That's true. That's true. This yeah. was 2000. Some cars didn't have airbags. Touche. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So let's get into the DVD commercials, which we yes. don't ever really talk about. No. We've seen quite a few very interesting commercials since starting this podcast mm-hmm. because a lot of our movies are DVDs that we owned that were made.
1: 2000, 2001? Yeah, so. a lot of the
0: DVDs yeah. we have are, are pretty old mm-hmm. and just usually the the DVD opening sequences are always like really cheesy and amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie had yeah. DVD commercials for Shanghai Noon. Correct. And there was another one, Mission to Mars. Mission to you know Mars, that? starring which Jerry
1: I, O'Connell. and
0: Which apparently was a movie, who knew?
1: Gary Sinise.
0: But they weren't so much selling the movie as they were selling the DVD extras.
1: The D- they were like, it was- the Shanghai Noon, they were like, see this special feature, and this special feature, and this special feature. And the way the names were popping up on the screen, one after another after another, it was like... Like a time-life mix compilation yes. where, like, you can get this Rick Astley song from 1985. Like a
0: late-night commercial, yeah. and they're trying to sell it. It was amazing, just the font, and oh. it was so, it was beautiful, guys. And one of the selling points was there's you can watch the Uncle Cracker music yes. video. Yes. Uncle Cracker. Cracker. If you don't know who that is, Google it watch some youtube videos of his music i mean if that didn't get in the mood for 2000 movie uh, i don't know what would but that was amazing so we just had to talk about that i
1: mean if you (laughs) own this dvd can i just recommend don't even watch the movie no don't do it just watch the commercial watch the commercial it'll be the best five minutes you spend this week in front of a television (laughs) i guarantee it you will write us a strongly worded email just to thank us
0: yes Thank us. I thank you for not wasting my time. It was well spent. Yeah. Well spent. Did you have anything else in this category?
1: That is everything I had.
0: Okay, let's move on to Kids would call it a throwback. We call it the prime of our teens where we talk about fashion choices, any dated references or offensive jokes, and we discuss if they can give, get away with any of those things in 2019. Did you have anything as far as fashion choices?
1: There was a character in the movie. His name is Detective Roland Castlebeck. He was, yes, uh, there's he was like two the detectives. Main... Uh, he's played by Delroy Lindo, and then the second detective we'll talk about in a minute. But this detective at one point was wearing a shirt that I can only describe as a combination Ed Hardy Hawaiian shirt.
0: Oh, when they were like in the. So they're just like walking police? around the office, yeah, yeah. like
1: the police headquarters, and it's like this yellow hawaiian shirt with a panther on it <laughs> and amazing. i was just like he was ahead of the time because ed hardy shirts didn't become popular until like 2007 so that's true like, yeah
0: maybe because of him but maybe because go. of this movie
1: and then the other thing that i i'm thinking this movie was single-handedly keeping the leather jacket business and <laughs> <laughs> going because everybody I, had a leather jacket on.
0: yeah there was one point and i i'll talk about it later but yeah everybody had it was like this movie was just shot mostly in the dark, it seemed like, mm-hmm. and everybody was wearing dark colored clothing, other than the shirt that you were talking about, that yeah. the detective wore. Uh, one of the things I noted was Angelina Jolie in the first scene she's in, which, by the way, she's the second listed person in this movie, she doesn't appear for like 30 minutes in the movie.
1: I was thinking what, this, what that has to do with is the mere fact that she had just won the academy award true, in true january and i bet they went in and went well she's a huge name now we're going to bump her up the chain because well
0: you know, we'll talk about that yeah a little I'm bit thinking
1: but that's what that was
0: her hair in the first scene where nicholas cage's character memphis is trying to convince her to join his little crew to help steal the cars to save his brother's life she has these like kind of faux dreads mm-hmm. and her hair is bleach bronze, which is Pretty much what I remember from this movie, I know she had bleach blonde hair And Girl Interrupted. Yeah. But this one, she just had those twisty. I do remember that being a fashion trend where it was like your hair's kind of wet and twisted and it looks like you haven't brushed it in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And But it was just distracting to me. But then later when she's in more scenes, her hair's kind of brushed out and it wasn't as bad. Yeah. But it was still like. I don't know.
1: Pretty cringy.
0: Like, who decided that was a thing? And then also, N- Nicolas Cage had bleach blonde hair, too. It wasn't as white as hers, yeah. but it was still...
1: It was like a light brown. Yeah, it was still kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. Um. Did you have anything else
1: no that i think that was all i noticed uh, the, just at one point like the detective had a t-shirt tucked in which i just thought was a weird look i didn't think it was anything too egregious as far as like for a movie that's 20 years old i didn't think their fashion choices were horrendous
0: no i agree but the ones i did see were it it did take me back to that time mm-hmm. it did i was like yeah leather jackets were very in like it was right after the matrix so of course everybody was rocking the leather jacket. yeah the dated references and offensive jokes. The only one I noted was the fact that they, at one point, they're introducing the character Donnie, mm-hmm. played by uh, Chi McBride. Mm-hmm. And he's a driving instructor and he's driving with an Asian woman. Yes. And they really played on the whole Asians can't drive. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have thought of it, but then he like mentioned a black stereotype where he's like, "Well, you don't see me swimming. I can't swim." And like yeah. and you're like, "Okay, we uh, get it." Now yeah,
1: we get it. We get it.
0: But that was the only thing. Um I know there's probably another one that you probably noted. Maybe.
1: The I noted this that it just kind of dates the film is when Nicolas Cage arrives in town after being told, like, hey, your brother's in trouble, and he goes to see his mom. Uh, He comes out, and he runs right into the two detectives, and they're like, what are you doing back in town? Like, he needs a reason to be in town. And he was like, well, I heard the Lakers got Shaquille. I was going to go to a game. And I was like, I looked it up. I'm like, Shaq retired eight years ago. So that dates it. And also, I watched basketball my entire life. I think I've heard his name said in its entirety about three times everybody says everybody Shaq. just calls him Shaq yeah. so I just thought it was funny he was like I heard we got Shaquille and you're like oh yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. I didn't even notice that and so he that's... hadn't
1: played on the Lakers since 2004 so it's been 15 years since Shaq was on the Lakers damn <laughs> so
0: yeah it. That that's a good dated reference did you have anything
1: else uh the other one was they were kind of doing like a little game on the cb radios there's something that we should have talked about that was a little dated and they're just going through like what type of car did kojak drive blah 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 and they're like what did his license plate say and uh for magnum pi mm-hmm. and giovanni Rez- uh, somebody says it goes it's robin one And he, giovanni revisby is like robin wasn't that that faggy guy unnecessary
0: and was he referencing like batman and robin
1: i I don't know i I think that's what he was i think they were just i think that's what he was referencing yeah Mm. all
0: right well that's all i had for this category should we move on
1: i think we shall we should move on to our next category that we like to call
2: Well, hello there. there. I just wanted to
0: do it. I never get to do it. You wanted to
1: get in on the action. Yeah. It's our category where we talk about uh, famous or recognizable actors that we may have forgotten that were in the film. And who did you notice?
0: There was a ton. Yes. And that's what I like to see because I think that's one of the funnest things about watching older movies is seeing people that weren't famous at the time mm-hmm. in bit parts and then you're thinking wow they're they're bigger now yeah. or they're more recognizable or mm-hmm. a house name at least uh the first one that i saw that i totally forgot was in the movie was Timi- timothy oliphant
1: timothy take a <laughs> shot for the timothy oliphant
0: <laughs> timothy oliphant mm-hmm. and he was uh the detective the second detective yes. detective Drykoff that's his last navel. name I... I looked it up on imbd because i wanted to make sure i said everything correctly
2: oh my lord You it's weren't joking
0: detective castlebeck and Drykoff. oh are we missing some sort of joke here or are they just <sighs> the names are as interesting as the writing <sighs> of the dialogue name. in this movie yeah he was in it and he's you know he's a fave mm. in this house
1: yes he is we love ourselves some timothy oliphant I noticed uh, Will Patton, who uh, probably most recognizably would be from uh, Remember the Titans. Yes, he was the other coach. The, the along other With coach. Denzel Washington. Yeah. So the, that was the, the other coach. The other. Well, if you're in a movie with Denzel Washington, you're always going to be credited as the other guy. Yeah. So uh, he was in it.
0: Yeah. Um, I saw Michael Pena.
1: That was a delightful treat yeah. at the end. I totally never knew He just knew had it was like
0: a couple of lines and he played like a like basically a walking stereotype of a yeah. Mexican gangster. But yeah. you know, he was so baby faced, he, he was so young looking. Such um, baby. and then the other one I recognized was Kevin Weissman, who mm-hmm. was an alias and runaways. Yes. So and he's always been a funny person really underutilized had like one line oh yeah yeah they'd... uh he just worked with uh the other one that i totally forgot was in this movie Vinny jones
1: yes playing sphinx sphinx who yeah. doesn't talk Does until the talk.
0: very end spoiler alert uh
1: there was an appearance by tom haverford's favorite actor scott con <laughs> yes. as tumblr so <laughs> he was in it uh master p
0: Yes, you... I didn't know Master P was in this.
1: That is the definition of 2000s. Yes. Master P. See, fan. and
0: this is the issue with when movies pick somebody out that is super popular at the time. Yeah. It really dates it. Unless yeah. he, you know. You could have got Jay-Z. I know Jay-Z he's been in a couple doesn't movies. Doesn't date it. Oh, no. Because yeah. he's still relevant. Yeah. Master P, not so much. Even... If you're a big Master P fan, I'm sorry. Sorry. We're not trying to rag on him. You, but
1: You go say, uh, by yourself. Okay. <laughs> you leave that <laughs> And,
0: uh. Chris Eccleston, who is the Doctor. Mm -hmm. He is the what? The ninth Doctor? No, the tenth Doctor.
1: No, he's the ninth because the tenth is uh David Tennant. Okay, you're right. He was the Doctor before. He's the Doctor. Which is funny because the first after the reboot, when your brother introduced me to Doctor Who, I was like, the bad guy from Gone in sixty seconds is the Doctor.
0: (laughs) He's delightful.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then also I did notice um jamie Bergman, who was a model i think she's most famous for probably being on son of the beach uh as howard stern no she just is. plays oh. a passenger in a car and then also she was married to uh david Boreanis.
0: okay well that's quite a few people yeah so.
1: yeah
0: i don't I, I just got cut off i was trying to make sure everything was recording okay what are you looking at
1: I because i had their wikipedia up and it does credit john carroll lynch Who played Drew Carey's brother, and he was uh, played Zodiac in the Zodiac movie. Okay, yeah. And he was on um, Freak Show.
0: Yes, yes. I know who you're talking about.
1: He is credited as the impound manager on Wikipedia, and I don't think he was the impound manager. It was the one that a person who was watching film with us said looked like uh, Louis (laughs) C.K. Yeah. I don't think that was John Carroll. I wonder if
0: it's like a cut part, a deleted scene, Maybe.
1: Maybe. They didn't push the deleted scenes enough for me they to co- invest in <laughs> and watch them.
0: They should have. Yeah. They should have. Should we move on to our next category?
1: Absolutely.
0: This category is called Is it even good? <laughs> <laughs> I realize
1: you all really You really emphasize categories. that it's a question.
0: <laughs> well, because on our sheet that we made, it does say that. Is it even good? And it even says it for well hello. <laughs> so it's well hello there. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I typed that like that. But I don't know. This is the category where we talk about the plot and the casting choices and we talk about our funniest and cringiest moments of the movie. What did you think about this plot?
1: I'm going to say <laughs> Your silence is deafening. It's not very believable that what? these guys would go steal 50 cars and not night. get caught once. No. Uh
0: I I I don't I don't know. I don't know what you're thinking. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. I, 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 I agree. Th- it's definitely it's definitely a movie.
2: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't really know what to say about the plot other than it's just an excuse to showcase a lot of cool cars. Yeah. And have some... I did like that they tried to, like, go
1: with, well, rather than us saying, like, hey, we stole the 67 Shelby. Like, they put some thought into, like, well, we'll give all the cars a girl's name. So it just sounds like, so people won't be none the wiser. So I thought it was good that they kind of tried to think out, like, how could we make this more believable? Yeah. But there's so many aspects of this movie, which we're going to talk about in the cringy moments, where you're like... None of this is believable. Yeah. So I'm like, kudos to you for trying Jerry Bruckheimer. I don't know why you put your name on this. Furthermore, I looked up who distributed this film. Uh Uh-huh. Touchstone. Oh, wow. Which is also known as Disney. Damn. And the fact that Disney would allow a guy to say the word fag in their movie is surprising to me.
0: It was a different time.
1: They did make Song of the South.
0: That was also a very, very different <laughs> time. <laughs> time. Um, so, yeah,
1: it's it's not believable, but...
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's, I mean, that's all I have to say about the plot is that it's not believable. And if you disagree, let us know. But mm-hmm. there's just no way it's not. I know it's, it's a movie. Yes. At the end of the day, it's a movie.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: it's just not believable that they can steal that many cars in that little of time. Yeah. With as many people as there was. And then they had cops on their tail the whole time. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, it wasn't believable. No. The casting choices, am I able to go on a little range yeah, here? I'm asking go ahead. permission. Go ahead. Angelina Jolie's character. You had mentioned that they upped her. Yeah, her... I did look
1: it up. This was literally her first film after winning the Academy okay. Award.
0: Okay, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because the fact that she's listed second, I was thinking, for a character who is just an excuse to have a hot girl who's into stealing cars, mm-hmm. and... Nothing against her acting. Her acting was fine. No, she was good. It, it, yeah, she's she was fine in it, but she had to work with very little. Yeah, and her character didn't add anything to the movie at all. And I felt like if any, if anything, it was more of a distraction mm-hmm. to the whole plot. The fact that there was this like little love story on the side, and the whole ba- their whole backstory did not make sense. No, at one point they're in a car talking about. Uh, why he left and how he would asked her to come with him. And she's like, I wasn't ready to leave. But then when he sees her again, she's on the straight and narrow. She's working two jobs. Yeah. So I'm like, why? Which didn't is she... why he left. Yeah. I'm like, why didn't you look him up or find him and yeah. be together? It didn't make sense to me. It, it seemed like a stupid backstory. And the last scene where she's uh, there, every, you know, it's a happy ending. Spoiler alert, they got away with it pretty much, and they're all just sitting there enjoying Having kind of barbecue. retirement. Yeah. And the one kid gets shot during the whole, you know, heist basically. Mm-hmm. And she like licks his finger, like licks barbecue sauce off his finger. And I'm like, it's literally she's just the walking sex symbol. And she's supposed to be Nicolas Cage's girlfriend. I'm sorry. It's a little weird that you would let your girlfriend, or not even let your girlfriend, that you as a girlfriend would lick some other guy's finger in front of your boyfriend. Yeah. It's just that. Okay. And rant over. That was my uh, only issue. I mean, I had some other issues, casting choice issues, I thought, but. Yeah. I
1: honestly thought the casting choices, because given how famous some of these people are, I mean, Scott Kahn is a huge Hollywood star. Um, Total joke.
0: But he's was, on Hawaii Five-0. Yeah. Is that even a show anymore? Did uh, it, I think it ended. It
1: might, might have ended. Yeah. But there is a lot of famous people and I really didn't have any issues with right. the casting choices. I mean, we make fun of Nick Cage on the show every week, but at this point of time, Nicolas Cage was a humongous name in Hollywood.
0: And he wasn't I was going into this movie I was expecting a lot of Nicolas Cage type behavior. Only got a little bit and he was very neutral for most of the movie. I was very pleasantly proud, surprised. Proud of him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can see why this is a man that won an Academy Award at yeah. one point in time.
0: The only thing is I was really disappointed that I did not get any Nicolas Cage screaming. Yeah. At one point he's going over how many cars and an ambulance. I believe on he a bridge.
1: jumped the length of a football field. Yeah. Yes.
0: It's very plausible. It was y- you he don't was evil can evil. And Jumping I was really, he was very calm during it, which I know his character is supposed to be very good with driving. Yeah, yeah But I—I I, they really missed the opportunity to just have him scream. Because mm-hmm. I know if I had to jump a car over that many things, well, I'd die. Yeah. Because the car would crash after like five feet. But <laughs> if for some reason it didn't, I would just be screaming bloody murder. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, you know. I digress. Did, did, do you have any other notes about the casting choices? No,
1: no. I think that was about it. I, I didn't think they were terrible. It was mid-level 2000 movie. I get it. Yeah. I get the casting choices.
0: The other note I just wanted to say was there was a lot of... And it kind of goes with when we get to the awards, so I won't divulge in too much, but I felt like there was a lot of unnecessary characters. Oh, yeah. Should yeah. we move on to our funniest line? What was yours?
1: I... <laughs> and it... Uh, I'm sure it was supposed to be a little funny, but there's a scene where Memphis, that is Nicolas Cage's character, yes. and his brother Kip, which his is... His real name's Randall. Giovanni Ravisby, are running... I think running... just Rizby. Rizby? Yeah. Okay. Well, Raffrisby, we'll call him. Uh He is running from superstar Johnny B, played by... Master P. Sure. Just realize that it's Johnny B. Master P.
0: Cool. They didn't want to have to change. And his he name gave
1: too much. some F level acting. <laughs> <laughs> He's got jokes. Uh, Not very good ones. So they're running away and they get away from Johnny B. And they just go into this diner because they see some cop cars there. So they're like, "We're safe here." Yeah. And he looks at Johnny B. Through the window and just like, "As long as you're out there, we're gonna be in here." And he says, I like, oh oh my god, I just instantly was like, oh, this is
0: brutal. Yeah, so that was your funniest line.
1: Yeah, it was Uh, awful.
0: (laughs) That would have been my cringiest.
1: Oh, we got some more. Um,
0: mine was at one point during the heist, uh, Chi McBride's character Donnie is with the we kept calling him the Keanu Reeves ripoff. um, Which is one of the there's there's like four or five younger car thieves that mm-hmm. are part of Kip a uh, Gianvanni Ribs Ribsies, now I can't say it way to go, uh crew they're all like the younger generation whereas Nicholas mm-hmm. Cage is this, you know the older yes more veteran car thieves and they had just stolen a car and they're pulling out and some guy pulls a gun on them and tries to steal the car from the car that they just stole mm-hmm. and <laughs> T. McBride just like goes off on this tangent of he's like this is lazy like you're just you can't just steal a car like this yeah pull, anybody can just pull a gun in your face and then he's like boy you need a role model <laughs> i just thought it was hilarious because he just
1: he's stealing a yeah, car
0: yeah what about your cringiest i mean oh, if you gosh. can narrow it
1: down to one so i'm gonna make it the entire chase scene at the end of the movie what because this movie has it all and I'm gonna try to sell it to you. Like, <laughs> what is his character,
0: Stefan? Stefan, thank
2: you. <laughs> It has it all. It has a generic chase scene. There's driving backwards and crap. They're driving through garages and alleyways without a GPS. I can't find my house without a GPS, but Nicolas Cage knows his way through an alleyway. The car outruns a helicopter. That's right, a fucking helicopter. When a police use a helicopter, it's so it can fly above. But for some reason, this helicopter is flying down below and it goes underneath a bridge and everything. Why does it do that? Then there's shipyard workers completely oblivious to the car chase that is occurring around them. Then there's a propane tank flying around. Not to mention, a Shelby Mustang that weighs about 3,000 pounds jumps a fucking ambulance. Yep. That That
1: was about 30 minutes of the movie. They use super generic everything i didn't get it
0: i totally i didn't put down the helicopter because i'm like the whole point of a fucking helicopter is that it has a height vantage (laughs) so it can see things that the officers can't on the ground why are you flying so close that's not even safe
1: I worked in law enforcement for a decade prior to the current career that I'm in. And we would use helicopters for that exact thing. So we could survey an area. Yeah, We weren't calling out a helicopter to get down. It at one point is about 10 feet above Nicolas Cage's car.
0: It almost crashed into a cop car. I'm like, what are you doing?
1: And they're like, all of a sudden, of course, typical early 2000s. They got to hit the NAS. So, Nick Cage hits the NAS and the thing, all of a sudden the car is going 170. Right. And he's like, We lost it. I'm like, Go up in the air. You won't lose it. Just go up.
0: You yeah. can see it. Yeah,
1: I can see for miles. The
0: only reason I think they did this was it looked cool. Ugh. I get it. At the time, that's all they care about. You know, it looks cool in the action Ugh. sequence. But at the same time, the only reason I think a helicopter should be that low, is if for some reason they have guns, which is really extreme, a police a police helicopter does not have, like, machine guns on it or anything. No, it's not but a I kept Black ex- Hawk, folks. Yeah, I kept expecting <laughs> it to, because I'm like, there's no other reason why you should be that high in the ground,
1: or low on the ground. But it was funny, because right before the helicopter makes his appearance, and it should be credited as a character in this movie, <laughs> with the way we've talked about it, we were like, why the fuck don't they get a helicopter? Just get a helicopter. And then all of a sudden, they're racing through a canal that's a mile wide, and we're like, oh, well, there it is. Yeah,
0: never mind. Don't get a helicopter. Oh, no. oh, Don't, nope, you're not going to use you're it, not correctly. it right. yeah. You're not using it right. You're not using it right. I think this uh. is
1: where Michael Bay got his inspiration for every chase scene. Because, right? oh my God. there
0: is a point I was thinking of Michael Bay
1: mm-hmm. well, in the we, movie. Well, <laughs> as you do. I mean, I think about him at least once a day. I go, what uh, Michael Bay was- do?
0: Was... In the scene where Nicolas Cage had just found Sway, is Angelina Jolie's that is correct. character's name. And trying to convince her to join the team. And she says, no, nah, I'm good. So he leaves the bar she's working at. And Sphinx, Vinnie Jones' character, is there. And also Master P's Johnny team B. gang is there. And they're roughing Nicolas Cage up. But Sphinx um, comes up and blows up all of their cars. Yes. Very... It unnecessary. He probably could have just kicked all their asses. But yeah. it was, I guess it was a distraction. The first car blew up and then all of a sudden all these other cars kept catching fire and I was like, whoa, calm down. Yeah. This and, is a
1: car chase movie. And Johnny we B did some great explosions. acting that I noted, which was he like reacted like he was about one foot away from this car when it blew up, <laughs> yeah. but he's about 200 feet away. Right. He's just like, oh my god, it's so
0: bright. And then during that chase scene, there was that stupid tank that was like oh, hitting everything. Oh, the propane everything. tank. It was yeah. just
1: going everywhere. It was, it, it, was, it was amazing. But the highlight in what saves that chase scene Superstar actor Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. And if there's a person in this world that is a national treasure, it's Timothy Oliphant. Yes. A wrecking ball comes and just crashes into a cop car. Because uh-huh. why wouldn't it? You have a wrecking ball on a shipyard, right? On a pier. And it sends the cop car <laughs> through, through a, a wall. Yeah, And he gets out and he's like, are you okay? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, are you sure? Because you just went through a wall. <laughs>
0: they did not give that man enough lines. <laughs> he is so good. Um, God. So... I haven't said my cringiest line I know, cause you I'm were sorry. just no I, no no it's I, cool
1: I appreciate I got worked up yeah I appreciate the Stefan I, I
0: the inner Stefan mode, mode mm-hmm. coming out um yes. mine was uh, right before they started the heist mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is at Otto's garage Robert Duvall and he pulls out a box and it kind of reminds me of the Veronica Mars movie where she pulls out her box of like trinkets old, and she's old. just like yeah. gotta get back in the game. -hmm. Maybe they maybe Veronica Mars noted Gone in Sixty Seconds. This
1: seems like something Rob Thomas would have watched.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He pulls out the box, he's looking at all his trinkets, and then he pulls out a leather jacket and says, I am a bad man. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Just why? (sighs) No. The dialogue in this movie is horrible.
1: Oh, who should we? Let's credit that writer real quick for everyone. Horrible. Scott Rosenberg.
0: I don't think I've actually said that in our podcast before, like said a movie literally has one of the worst dialogues. Like everything they said was cheesy. We kind of noted it while we were watching the movie that they say a lot of cliche Mm -hmm. things. It's just there's times where it's funny, such as Timothy Oliphant's line was funny. But Mm -hmm. most of the stuff they say, it's like they take themselves way too seriously. And it's just horrible. I had some other notes. Did did you have any? I was just
1: going to note about the person who wrote the terrible screenplay. He wrote such films as Kangaroo Jack. (laughs) Uh, But ironically, fast forward to present day, he did write the Jumanji movie with Dwayne Johnson. Which
0: I actually liked. Yeah, and he wrote
1: uh, Venom, and he just wrote the sequel to Jumanji. So he's still working, but it's just like some of them you are like, oh boy, you wrote Kangaroo Jack. Might want to take that off the old uh, resume there, bruh. (laughs) like damn
0: imbd you can't delete this shit (laughs) the one of the things i wanted to
1: note was
0: during the chase uh scene of where masterpiece gang is trying to get revenge for uh sphinx and Mm -hmm. memphis blowing up their cars which memphis takes credit for that which i think is funny because he's with his brother yeah in a car and they're like why are they shooting at us kip was like Asked him that. And he's like, I blew up their cars. I was like, bitch, no, you didn't. Sphinx did it. was motherfucking
2: Vinnie Jones, bitch.
0: Okay. He's like, maybe that's just semantics. I can't I can't <laughs> explain while we're trying to run away from See, machine guns. what had guns. happened
2: was I was standing on a pier. They were threatening to kill me. Then Sphinx came up and he oh, Molotov no, cocktailed his car.
0: Okay, Stefan.
2: Okay. Take be a deep really,
1: breath. Way too... Way too uh, Explanation-y for it.
0: No, no, I no, and it's funny. The thing wh- that I thought was funny was they were running through a garage, and there's some mattresses, mm-hmm. and Nicolas Cage pushes them down oh. and just grunts like it was <laughs> really they're really heavy mattresses. He's like, Ugh! and and then also they did nothing. The they, guys just, they just climbed, climbed over. right
1: over. It. And then uh, <laughs> earlier in that scene, though, when they start chasing him, Johnny B and one of his henchmen are just sitting in a car while all this is going on, and a bunch of their goons are chasing him, and Masterpiece, sitting there doing the best acting he's ever done, which is sure. just staring straight ahead, and the guy next to him, while they're, like, shooting at Nicolas Cage, he just shakes his head with approval, like, good. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that guy, okay. I can see why he didn't get much work after Aww. this. It was
0: just terrible. That was pretty much it, other than the, you know, the helicopter, and we talked about the scene. I felt like the Car jumping over all the things really dated it. Cause Aww. I think I said this a couple episodes ago. I I feel like over the years we've gotten better about trying to make things more realistic, mm-hmm. unless it's a movie that's grounded in something like fantasy yeah. or sci-fi. But this is a movie that has none of that. It's Mm-mm. supposed to be realistic, and there's no way any of this shit could have happened, mm. let alone a man. You know, sorry, I hit the mic because I was so excited. <laughs> Fly over that many cars. Yeah. It's insane.
1: Oh. And the music they were playing while it's happening, which that's just a whole... <sighs> I mean, the soundtrack, is, the soundtrack so is amazing. generic and terrible. But the car is flying and the music that is being played, I would just only reserve for moments in film where Jesus Christ is being resurrected. <laughs> oh, God. Because it's just like... Car flying.
0: i I said this before, but I think a lot of the instrumental music in a lot of the movies that we've seen for this podcast really dates the movie. Mm -hmm. And I know at the time when the, the songs are chosen, they're not thinking about that. But I think that's actually the number one thing I would say dates most movies is the instrumental music that they play underneath the scenes. Because yeah. some of them just sound so bad mm-hmm. or it makes it cheesy.
1: Yeah. And and this for a movie that had such a high budget and everything, it was mm-hmm. like, you guys couldn't pay somebody and make a better but score I think, for
0: you. But at the same time, I think that that score was OK at the time. Uh, our our standards have changed, I guess. you know,
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. That's just my two cents on it. Uh, shall we move on to our final thoughts? Yes, we've we have been rambling on for a good 50 minutes.
1: I do apologize, folks. We're going to go ahead and hand out our first of two awards, because as you know, always award season. Yes. The first award, named in honor of the star of our film that we are watching this week, the Victorian to the Nicolas Cage Online School of Bad Acting, who did you give your award to?
0: I I really wanted to give it to Nicolas Cage before we even watched the movie. I sense. wanted to, yeah, I wanted to give Nicolas Cage the, the cage. award,
1: the Cagey, the Cagey. Yeah,
0: we're we're naming it. We got the Cagey it. and we got the Hanksy. The Hanksy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if he would have got the Hanksy too, that would have been amazing. But I had to give it to a side character, simply known as Mirror Man, oh. played by somebody named T.J. Cross. I didn't
1: look him up. He's been in three films.
0: Okay. Makes sense.
1: And we should all... That's about three too many.
0: <laughs> Everything about him was horrible. In the very beginning of the movie, it's him, Giovanni Ribzi and the Keanu Reeves ripoff kid. And they are stealing a car, and Giovanni Ribzi just throws... Old school, just throws a stone in the window, mm-hmm. grabs the car goes and everything this guy would not shut up he's like oh no. you're gonna do so hazard it first of all you've been running with kip for a long time you know his style like why does any of this surprise you yeah and everything he just says like he's like you guys need to get a life or he's like man i will knock the shit out of you he says that to sphinx yeah and also this guy is like five feet yeah and benny jones, jones would have
1: bounced him like a basketball yeah
0: he's just he's just like this over the top loud mouth he's and i'm like stereotype. how are you he's a little bit of a stereotype i think they could have done worse as far as like him because he's black they could have done way worse they yeah. could have made him say you know shit that is yeah. super stereotyping yeah but they didn't he's just annoying
1: he was super annoying and... the only part i did like was when he's trying to distract the impound manager yeah and he walks up dressed as a pimp and he just takes out a doll but to me he's i just, just felt like, like come on now i She's feel like burnt. he was
0: a dave Chappelle knockoff he sounded a little bit like Dave Chappelle.
1: Yeah. It was like we couldn't afford Chappelle. Yeah. And that's not to say Dave Chappelle was a huge actor at this time, but he was a name. Yes, he And was. they couldn't afford him. So it was like, we wrote this character with Dave Chappelle in mind. Let's go get a knockoff. Yeah. TJ Cross is available.
0: Whoever that is. Mm. Um, they gave him way, entirely too much screen time. Yeah. And and that was my whole knock on a lot of Giviana Risby's crew was... They got way too much screen time. And uh-huh. the veteran guys that actually knew how to act and were good did not. And uh, Giovanni Ribsy and Scott Conn were the only two that I'm like, they didn't even give Scott Con that much no.
1: lines. For a guy who had already been in Varsity Blues and been yeah. in some movies where and he, he was had probably, bigger parts.
0: I think the next film would have been Ocean's Eleven, right?
1: That would have came out the next year. Yeah, so, so it might have been his next film. Yeah. 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 So
0: it's just, he just had too much screen time and he was annoying and I hated him unnecessary so that was mine what was yours
1: i gave it to and i had to look up his name and he is james Duval. no relation to robert all i can do is call this man fake keanu reeves yes because he literally a he looks like keanu he did and he acts like keanu from bill and ted a
0: little bit the so yeah.
1: whole movie down to like he's like you guys think i can only order pizzas Check it out. I'm going to steal a car that's not on the list.
0: He was more unnecessary than my pick. Definitely. Yeah.
1: It was like we had to have... It wouldn't make sense if it's just Scott Kahn and Giovanni Ravisvi Riv- uh, stealing cars. I can't say his name. Take a shot. I can't say his name. Uh, we got to give him more people. So he has got like a five-man crew of idiots. And yeah. like you said, they give these people a lot of film time. Like... Uh, mirror man is probably gets more film time than fucking angelina jolie
0: i yeah i would think so like why
1: they give that guy more film time than robert duvall
0: yes robert duvall i i don't get it i don't i don't know if he was friends with somebody i like i don't get it and that's like honestly that's what makes the movie worse is these uh, couple of guys that got that did not act very good No, and were horrible and took away from all the other people that could have had better lines.
2: Just
1: brutal.
0: Should we move on to the Thomas J. Hanks Award for Exceptional Acting? Yes. Who is your pick?
1: I gave it to a man whose film credits include The Godfather, Apocalypse Now, A Civil Action, The Judge, all films in which he was nominated for Academy Awards. And he won one for Tender Mercies, Robert Duvall. Nice. I don't think you could have given him more film. They could have gave him more film time. Uh, he was really good in every scene. I love the interaction he has with uh, the detective when the detective shows up at like their chop house. Oh yeah. And when
0: when they had stolen when fucking
1: Keanu when Kiana Reeves steals, steals the car that's not on the list and. He's just like, oh, you break it, you buy it, pal. And he just does this laugh where you're just like, that's not genuine. And the minute he lifts his head up, he's just like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. So I just thought he was delightful. And as you would expect from Robert Duvall, he steals every scene he's in.
0: And he really gives the movie a little bit more...
1: Legitimacy. Yes. (laughs)
0: That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. For sure.
1: Because it is a well-known cast and... I thought he, his interactions, especially like with Nick Cage, I think he, the scenes with Nick Cage that had Robert Duvall in them, those were Nick Cage's best scenes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought he brought that where some of the other shit with nick cage is just like oh you're getting a little too cagey on me buddy
0: (laughs) you get a little cagey
1: so who did you give your award to
0: i gave mine to donnie played by chi mcbride because i felt like every scene he was in he was hilarious yes uh there was one point where he was gonna steal this car in front of this hotel and nicholas cage's character (laughs) calls him and he's like hey it's Compromise, don't do it back out, and he's just like, Oh, she's having the baby now. It, every he was just hilarious. And he's like, This isn't even my car, and uh, it, he everything he said was hilarious. I felt like, especially since my Nick Cage pick was so horrible, I felt like they should give him more lines, mm-hmm. more a bigger part compared to this other guy. And I, I feel like I know what they were doing, they were like putting a veteran with one of the newbies yeah you know sphinx was with a mirror man and then donnie was with the keanu reeves guy Mm -hmm. and i get that but they just uh it just those those two characters were super unnecessary and yeah i hated him every minute and also angelina jolie lee's character was pretty unnecessary too other than to just be you know eye candy for the dudes i guess you know can't have a really masculine movie without
1: gotta have a hot babe in it
0: i mean she's like the megan fox
1: Ooh. that's what take. she that re- that's what she reminds me of is like she's megan, megan fox, fox if megan fox could act
0: no i mean i wasn't saying anything bad about megan fox but how megan fox is treated in transformers yes. as just this like walking sex symbol
1: she's like half dressed the whole I will,
0: but i will say that they don't do this with Angelina Jolie. They don't no. dress her half-dressed. She's dressed normal, whatever. But yeah. it's just things that she does. It's Agreed. she's just unnecessary, and I and it sucks because she's a good actress. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: Yeah, very good actress.
0: Should we move on to decide? Does this hold up?
1: Uh, we shall, and I'm just gonna say it. There's no way in hell this movie holds up. It <laughs> it was fun to watch because yeah. it's so bad.
0: I honestly can say it's been one of my favorite ones to watch because it had parts that were so bad including that whole chase scene i totally agree with you and it's kind of fun to watch shitty movies it is
1: exactly it was fun i could watch this again in 10 years and sit back and still laugh and enjoy it i mean at the very end raymond or not raymond randall shoves raymond calitri over a railing to save the detective and the detective's like i know you just stole 50 cars (laughs) but get out of here man i'm gonna let you go you destroyed half the city but get out of here, man.
0: You saved my life. You saved my life. You couldn't be like, you saved my life, but maybe we could work out a deal. I, It would be more realistic. If this movie was made in 2019, he would have still arrested
1: him. But he would oh. have been
0: like, you know, maybe we, we can maybe work I'll, out a deal. Yeah,
1: I'm going to notate on this As- police report when they charge you that, hey, I know he stole 50 cars but he did save my life and maybe we're gonna leave it up to a judge yeah and the mo- and
0: his motives for stealing all these cars was to save his brother's life yes which is honorable
1: yes put but that in your police report sir
0: but no <laughs> nobody got arrested everything was good yeah the sure. bad guy dies who wasn't even that bad to begin with i mean he was bad but he was it could have been worse he, he wasn't a scary worse. villain for no, me no he was just
1: he just happened to have an accent that which was, was that's the scariest thing about him
0: which is nice it's a nice accent yeah very good so yeah doesn't hold up i agree i don't know if i said that (laughs) but i agree with everything you said about it and i definitely feel like it doesn't hold up but for the different reasons than what i thought it was gonna be yeah basically it's just an action movie and i think we've gotten past this point where we want to We don't really like movies that are completely over the top Mm -hmm. unless they're supposed to be over the top.
1: Unless it's called Over the Top with (laughs) Sylvester Stallone, which we love because it's got (laughs) Terry Funk in it. Sorry.
0: Anyway, (laughs) so that's it for us today, guys. That is it. It's another not good movie.
1: Two in a row right not holding up yeah, yeah. spoiler alert like, if you haven't heard the last episode yeah. sorry i mean no go back and listen <laughs> to it and see if that holds up
0: i mean i don't know if you listen because you'd like to hear if we decided that or if you just like to hear us banter
1: yeah let us know in the comments I
0: mean, we love to banter yeah it's what we do bantering we is call this dream.
1: marriage <laughs> so uh we'll go ahead and remind you guys to please like review and possibly throw us a subscribe on itunes
0: itunes Podcoin, Podcoin. yeah just spreaker
1: spreaker that's take a, a shot spreaker. that's not a thing
0: uh we're on youtube yeah so
1: check us out there we're,
0: we're on things man thanks
1: uh follow us on instagram if you want to participate in one of our polls we Throw those up on Facebook. Keep them up for a few days. Let people uh, pick between two movies. We tried to do four, and they wouldn't allow us. So
0: yeah, and uh, keep the suggestions coming. We've had a couple already,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and we love them.
1: So we're gonna throw those up on the. We did throw one of them up on this week's poll. So yeah, I've, I didn't want this week, know but we am gonna sure do, we'll do a poll this again. week because we
0: no. already kind of have a movie in mind. But yes. the week after, we'll definitely do a poll again.
1: Yes, definitely. So hit us up. Uh, instagram we are at ruining our childhood at facebook we are at ruining our childhood and twitter we are at
0: roc movie podcast that is
1: correct so we will see you guys next week thank you for listening
0: bye Bye.